This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley did not win yesterday's Republican presidential primary in Nevada. A majority of GOP voters chose the option none of these candidates on the ballot. Haley came in second. Donald Trump was not on the ballot. He's expected to win the Nevada GOP caucuses tomorrow where delegates are awarded. In the Nevada Democratic contest, President Biden won easily. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports from Las Vegas. The outcome was expected, but the stakes are high considering the state's critical role in the general election. Nevada is the first of the big swing states to vote in a primary. In 2020, Biden won Nevada by just under 3% of the vote, which only increases interest. Both Biden and his expected Republican competitor, former President Donald Trump, have been working to test out messaging and get any information they can to prepare for November. And with his eye on the rematch, Biden held a rally in Las Vegas over the weekend, warning that it could be a nightmare if Trump were reelected. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Las Vegas. The House has failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Four Republicans joined all the Democrats in blocking the measure. One of them was Colorado Republican Ken Buck. Impeachment is supposed to be a, a very, very last resort type of remedy, um, not something that is used every Congress. The Republicans allege Mayorkas has violated federal law and allowed millions of migrants to cross the border illegally. He denies that. House GOP leaders say they'll bring the resolution up again. Democrats say this is a political ploy. Separately, the House also failed to pass a standalone aid bill for Israel. Some top Republican senators are now calling for another aid bill to help Israel and Ukraine. They're dropping their demand that foreign aid be tied to a border security measure. The Senate will hold a procedural vote on a border measure today, but it's lost GOP support. A jury in Michigan has found Jennifer Crumbly guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. She's the mother of a teen who killed four students in a mass shooting in 2021. NPR's Martin Costi reports some hope this will raise the bar for gun responsibility for parents. Jennifer Crumbly and her husband James, who still faces trial, were accused of not only providing their 15-year-old son with a handgun, but also ignoring clear signs he was contemplating violence. Adam Skaggs is vice president of the Giffords Law Center, a gun safety organization. If it is sometimes hard to draw the line uh, exactly where negligence or carelessness crosses into culpability, this case is squarely on the other side of that line. Skaggs says the case may inspire other prosecutors to try to deter parental irresponsibility with guns. Several states have passed new laws requiring that guns be secured from children, including Michigan, whose safe storage law takes effect next week. Martin Costi reporting. This is NPR. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Tel Aviv today for meetings with Israeli leaders. This comes as Hamas has signaled openness to an arrangement that could lead to a pause in fighting in Gaza and the release of some hostages and detainees. A Broadway-bound stage adaptation of Prince's film Purple Rain will premiere in the late singer's hometown next year. The Minneapolis native's work was set in the city's club scene. Jeff London reports. Prince helped create the Minneapolis sound in his studio, so his former manager, L. Londell McMillan, stated, quote, It's only fitting that we launch this world premiere musical version in the city where it all began. Purple. 
The adaptation will be written by two-time Pulitzer Prize finalist Brandon Jacobs Jenkins and directed by Tony Award nominee Liliana Blaine Cruz. The show will be staged at the Historic State Theater in Minneapolis in spring of 2025. Exact dates and production details will be announced in a few weeks. For NPR News, I'm Jeff London in New York. Federal regulators say four bolts were missing from a door plug that blew off a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet during flight last month. The report says the investigation continues into Boeing and a subsidiary. Pop star Taylor Swift is threatening legal action against a college student who tracks the private jet flights of celebrities, but he uses public data. The student has also angered billionaire Elon Musk for the very same reason. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington.